It would be great if the world could stop for a few months in the summer and just be like, enjoy it, but I remember being robbed of my summer. <laughs> Whoa, don't use the word rob as a derogatory comment, Cole. Jeez. Oh, that's true. No. <laughs> I should start calling you Rob. Listen, Rob. Listen, Rob, you can. It's funny, yeah. Just don't call me late for dinner. Welcome to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. And you probably are. And you know what? That's one reason we really like you. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We have a fun episode ahead. Whiskey that we've been... um, kind of teasing and poking at it every once in a while here and there. We, it's, I know it's coming up a lot, but we're finally getting to the uh, Woodenville bourbon. I'm super excited. It is definitely one of my new favorite distilleries, and we'll get into that a little bit more as we get along here. Uh, but I want to say thank you so much for just listening. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, enjoying some whiskey with us. Uh, this week has been pretty awesome. We've had a lot of good conversations on Instagram well, Cole has because he's <laughs> way better at that stuff than I am. So he'll get into that in a little bit later. But if you've hit us up this week, really want to say thank you. So we appreciate it so much. Um, we love the community and thank you for being a part of it. Uh, the other thing is a question came up of how do we support you guys and just hit us up on Patreon. Uh, Patreon backslash chill filtered dot chill filtered uh, slash chill filtered slash chill filter so if you want to support us in that way that's great too but uh most of all just thanks for listening we appreciate it so anyway that's enough of our business let's get to the podcast cool how are you doing i'm good i mean it's it's crazy that last time we recorded we were together and now we're back uh good news listeners (laughs) uh in august it's not good news for robbie but robbie is getting his tonsils removed and we pre-recorded three extra episodes so that we can make it through August without Robbie burning the back of his throat with whiskey. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's the good news is there are more uh, live, like, in-person episodes, which I feel like had a lot more chemistry. Uh, I might be crazy, and they might just be terrible, <laughs> uh, but I felt really good about each one of them. There was we, a lot more laughing. A lot, so yeah. it, it could be it could be really bad. <laughs> it could be a train wreck. But I feel like our I mean, listeners would like. Re- yeah, you can love it or hate it. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of middle ground. I'm sure. I feel like our like uh, uh, more uh, loyal listeners will be like, "This is something new," you know, a little more poor. And uh, so, <laughs> new is um, a good way to put it. Yeah, and just so, be on the fence. It's not good. It's not bad. It, it's new. It's new. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but I'm doing good. I, uh, let's see. I, I'm not going to share details, but I did get a raise today based on my exam. Nice. So that was great to see. And that'll apply to basically the next paycheck, which is awesome. And then, um, yeah, I think I'm going to start studying for another exam, like in a week or so. Um, which is kind of scary because, then I'll be back in the grind of, um, you know. But I don't want to talk to our <laughs> listeners just about studying. I feel like that's so boring for them to hear. Uh, jewelry on the side has been killing it. For some reason, nice. it is an up season right now. Like, I, I'm getting sometimes more than one sale a day. So, uh, macaroni necklaces are just in right now. It's so doing it, huh? Yeah, pretty much. So... Uh, and then what else, what else is going on? I do miss, we had such a great time in Idaho. 
just uh, just hanging out with your family, hanging out with your daughters. Uh, I think Juniper really likes me. Um, and I think Finley did too, but I think Juniper was like the one I won over for the weekend. So I was stoked I was, about that. Which is that. funny because Junie's usually the hard sell. Yeah. And Finley's the one that went over. Even today, so it's funny, this morning they woke up uh-huh. and, and Junie's like, I miss my friend. Aww. And Finley's like, I miss Heather. I said, oh, that's about so she goes, cute. <laughs> I go, what about Cole? And she goes, I miss Heather. Oh, like, oh. Finley said that. Went, Finley said that. So that's you definitely so did win Junie over. Junie was your girl. Which is the hard one. Like, Junie doesn't warm up to people, and she warmed up to you, so. Yeah, hey, all I needed was a good balloon, and sparks fly <laughs> for little kids. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really missed that. That was such a fun time. Even just hanging out, yeah, you know, yeah. with you and Chelsea was awesome. Um, getting back was like, all right, back to the grind. Another thing, today, the high in Phoenix, 93 <laughs> degrees. No, it was probably hotter in Boise. No, guess what it is right now. As oh, is it like 50? 72 degrees. Whoa. In, yeah, no, we got we had a rain. We had, I think we got up to like 90 and then the rain started coming in. So we're like wow. 72. We got the house open. So it's about 8 o'clock when we record in Boise. And I got the mm-hmm. house opened up, like the house fans going. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, it's kind of nice. The girls were jumping on the trampoline, made the wife a cocktail and... um just hung out outside which is a nice cool night it's nice like that are nice in the summer where you get a little break in the weather so we had one of those but oh i love it yeah um, but you guys had a break in the weather too that's nice yeah i've I, it's unheard of that you get even in the 90s as a high uh for phoenix yeah. at this time of year and so it's like late july and it's 93 at the high day it was awesome i mean it's like supposed to rain all day and it was very cloudy which is very abnormal for uh where i live but, but yeah, that's kind of it's kind of the biz yeah. of of Cole's life. What's going on with you? Not too much, you know. Missing you guys. It, it is weird because like when we recorded on the weekend, I kept plugging my phone. I'm like, I gotta have my phone ready to do the podcast. But I'm like, uh-huh. then like we go record, I'm like, don't need my phone. And then today, like I almost forgot, which would have like been awful because oh, yeah. we couldn't do the podcast. Yeah, so it definitely got me mixed up a little bit. I'm definitely a creature of habit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's a little bit, yeah, a little bit different, but it, no, it was a lot of fun recording and having you guys here. And then, uh, Chelsea went back to work and stuff. So it's like, she had a week and a half off. So oh, it felt, great. you know, yeah, it was. Yeah. So it, like her going back kind of was a little bit off, but uh, so funny thing today and tomorrow will kill me if she hears uh-huh. it. Like, uh, it was like during nap time and like, that's the only time I have things to get things, get time, get things done. And so like, yeah. I was going to finish my workout and, uh, and then just kind of clean and get dinner ready and stuff like that. Well, she made a little bit of attitude because, well, I was trying to get her, like, logged on to play Animal Crossing with a friend. Uh-huh. And that took forever and never worked out. Oh. And then she had a little meeting with a friend to talk about, like, she's going to do um, one of her, one of her, another girl that was adopted from Ethiopia and her uh-huh. mom are doing, like, a thing for patients with that are in the hospital right now whether they have COVID or not it's just they don't get you can't have visitors right now so they're going to do a thing where they make right write letters or draw pictures and get some friends involved and like so they can make make a little care package so you had a little half hour meeting to talk about that and so like I spent like an hour of the two hours I get doing that and I was like I was like Myanmar like I just need you to kind of help out here and she gave me some attitude I'm like listen like I gotta get the house clean blah 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 this is all I gotta do she's like oh that sounds easy and I was like oh it's easy, huh? If it's so easy, you can do it. So, 
<laughs> so a nice little afternoon where the daughter, my Amara, was like trying to make dinner and get the take care of the girls and get stuff done. Like, yeah, so it was kind of a little nice. lesson. A lot, but, little, yeah, yeah. Life lessons. So, as of right now, she's like, it's a lot to do, Dad. I'm like, you're dang right, it's a lot to do. And you didn't have to go to work and try to pay for everything that you're trying to do, too. So, yeah. anyway, so that was one of those nice little life lessons there. It makes you grateful for uh, uh, what you have in life and yeah. what you can get done. Because when your 10 year old's trying to do it, it's not as good. Dinner was not as good. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> so we did that. And then, oh man, I'm excited tomorrow. Uh-huh. Got a couple of uh, racks of pork ribs I'm going to nice. put on the, the smoker tomorrow, do the old 3-2-1 on it, mm-hmm. and hopefully it turn out well. I've never really done ribs, so I'm a little nervous about that, but yeah, yeah. other than that, no, life is good, man, just kind of hanging out and enjoying the last little dregs of summer here, and that's about it. When does school start up? Ooh, we'll see. So right now we're supposed to go back in the classroom, which has me a little nervous because I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, but um, it's uh, typically right around the 20th or so of August. Okay. So we're less than a month, but this is kind of where I start winding down, like just being lazy. And then uh, like I'll start like getting all my curriculum and going and looking at my kids' files and stuff. So Yeah. Yeah, the dregs of summer. It was funny today because Mara was like, man, like when I was in kindergarten, summer felt like it was forever, but now it seems too short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I You're was like, like we're lucky we get a summer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like oh, there's a lot of people working right now and we are chilling. So uh, it would be great if the world could stop for a few months in the summer and just be like, enjoy it. But I remember being robbed of my summer. <laughs> Ooh, don't use the word rob as a derogatory comment, Cole. Oh, Sheesh. that's true. No, <laughs> I should start calling you Rob. Listen, Rob. Listen, Rob. You can. It's funny. Yeah, just don't call me late for dinner. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, with uh, uh, the ribs, I mm-hmm. am hoping. I told Heather this week. I was like, "Can we get some ribs?" Because uh, I make a really good barbecue sauce. That's like one yeah. thing I can do well. Is like make a fantastic. In my opinion, it's probably one of the best things I've made. Is like uh, from scratch, <laughs> on my own barbecue sauce, and nice. uh, it's got some like ghost pepper, it's... but not too much. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And then, so I think that was. Uh-huh. Cool. I'm gonna stop you there for a second. That yeah. was my biggest disappointment. I was looking so forward to your hot sauce. Ah, oh. well, I just <sighs> made a batch. I'll just send it to you. Oh, uh, you don't have to do just that, but maybe I, I'll I, send if... whiskey too. Well, I owe you. The, I, the, uh, yeah, you're one up. Well, you're like five up on the courier with whiskey, I? and I gotta send you some whiskey too. You are. Plus, I gave up. you a oh. bottle of old tub. That doesn't mean well, anything. You don't owe me. It for was like that. a the third bottle of old tub. We drank way too much old tub, and yeah, did we not dip did. into the other stuff. Oh man. Okay, so uh, yesterday, uh-huh. Glenn Grant sixteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. And you haven't had that yet, right? I don't think I have because I. I I popped that sample open. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Shout out to uh huh. It's like in the line of that that Nika that you bought. Oh yeah, Nika's definitely bro. Because I'm like, it's like it's perfect amount of peatiness and Mm -hmm. light. Oh, it's so so refreshing. It's like uh, they used very tall stills for that, so it only gets the very fine uh, vapors. Uh, so it, it's mm-hmm. very clean. It's almost like a triple distilled, almost like an Irish in a way. Uh, but it's oh, absolutely, hundred percent malted, and uh, oh. it's just crisp and clean. They use ex bourbon barrels, so it's really 
fantastic and it's light it's a very light whiskey in terms of color it's, it is um, but it, it's it, also yeah, like it's, yeah like light in general but it's perfect it, it, yeah i think it is very much like an irish very light in color really crisp and refreshing yeah. and like the perfect amount of peatiness mm-hmm. oh, so good you try so it with yeah, any I ice? that one open yesterday no see that's a problem like podcast wise i will force myself to put ice on yeah. it that one, it was so good and neat that I was just yeah. like, I, uh, it went down way too fast. Yeah, shout out to Miles so. Ferguson for actually buying me that bottle while he was in uh, Speyside area. Uh, so thank nice. you, Miles. Um, yes, Miles. I think that was Speyside, so if not just a Highland Speyside, basically. So, uh, and then um, that the 18 year of the uh, Glen Grant for the past mm-hmm. four years has won Jim Murray's Scotch of the Year. Which is insane that something would continually win the same thing again and again with Jim Murray. Because he usually mixes it up, uh, but not with scotch, not with top scotch. So, um, yeah, if anyone has the ability to get a bottle of Glen Grant, you will not regret it. That was amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, we are talking about Woodenville Straight Bourbon today. That's a 90 proof. Uh, and they have a straight, I, I believe they have a straight bourbon that is port finished. Um, or yeah, I think it's port finished, but we're just drinking this t- typical 90 proof Woodenville straight bourbon today. We'll get into some of the history, which I'm actually really excited about. Uh, but before that, uh, anything you want to talk about before we send it to break, Robbie? No, let's drink this whiskey. All right, we're going to break. <laughs> And we're back. So what? What a good break! Uh, what a long, musically <laughs> driven break. Um, <clears throat> so Woodenville straight bourbon. We're uh, this is our first Woodenville episode. They do have a few products, like I said, uh, but we're not going to get into the other products. We're just going <clears> to <throat> talk about what makes them special, where they're from, all that stuff. You know your usual history. Um, so the Woodenville Distillery, located in Woodenville, Washington, which is just about a 30-minute drive northeast of Seattle. Um, what is it? The Sound? What's that? The, the Seattle? Uh, Puget Sound. Puget Sound. It's like top top right or, you know, north northeast of the Sound is Woodenville. Um, just go north on I-5? Yeah. Totes. Good to go. Yeah, you're good. That's my area. Oh, yeah? Kind of. Yeah, I taught there for a year and we got a lot of family. I there, had no so. idea. I thought you only yeah, taught yeah. in Idaho. Nope, I did one. My first year teaching was in Graham, Washington, which is nice, just north of Olympia, south of Spanaway, and it was interesting. And then I taught one year in Spokane, and then in Idaho. So. Do you know? Do you know the song that goes, "When I went to school in Olympia"? No, no. Who sings that? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it in sync no it's definitely not in sync or montel jordan was it montel jordan yeah yeah, yeah it was neither it was a band so, called yeah. hole um oh is it hole oh yeah. okay that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah because she's from that area i um, thought you were gonna go with uh southbound on i5 by mxpx oh is that a song it is is it a grungy song no, no, no! It's it's a poppy punk. Is it Max PX Southbound on I five? 
oh, that's music cool. playing on the stereo, something like that. Yeah, good I stuff. So. Yeah, because they're from she, Bremerton. Do you know that? Do you know? Um, good riddance by green day <laughs> we're going off yeah. on a tangent you know how he like <laughs> he like curses after he does the first take of like the start do, he do, you know he like wait, what is wait. it how does it start doing to do and he's like doing to do it's like crap doing to do doing to do anyway that's basically what happens that was on seinfeld what's that oh yeah it's the one that was on seinfeld it was the i hope you had the time of your life or is, it, is that called Good Riddance? That's called Good Riddance or Time of Your Life, okay. but it's originally called Good Riddance first, yeah. parentheses Time of Your Life exactly. close parentheses. Yeah, gotcha. So there's that like starting it up and then shutting it down. Yep. That's basically what that song does with Hole. No one cares what I'm talking about right now. Let's get into the history. Uh, <laughs> so we're drinking Woodenville bourbon. Yeah, exactly. We're drinking Woodenville bourbon. So started up this distillery, the Woodenville Distillery, in 2010. Uh, somewhat small distillery as they, even to this day, they, they write on their website that they fill about seven barrels a day. So it's nothing too crazy. Definitely a micro distillery. Uh, so how many a day? Seven barrels a day. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're, I mean, barrel, you could fit a lot of bottles in a barrel for sure, but, um, but yeah, they're still pretty small, and and it makes sense because I I rarely ever see Woodenville in a liquor store near me. Uh, they're big in the north or the Midwest. I mean, sorry, the Pacific Northwest. Um, and but yeah, it doesn't reach too far apparently. Uh, actually, big shout out uh, before I go any further to Caleb Olson who provided. Yeah. Speaking of Midwest, uh, who provided uh, the Woodenville sample today? So thank you so much, Caleb. Um, so we mm-hmm. like I so I've been drinking Woodenville bourbon for the last four years, maybe nice. five, um, because my brother and sister uh, brother in law and sister in law uh, Danae and John live in Kirkland, which is like 10, 15 minutes away oh, from yeah. Woodenville. Yeah, and so like I was always like, well, let's just get something local. So we would drink Woodenville bourbon, um, nice. and I like the rye a lot more. But I've never so like when I come back here. I'd never find it. And then last week, actually, when we went to the liquor store, that's uh-huh. the first time I've ever seen it on the shelf. So no it's finally kind of starting to get over this way. Yeah. I mean, they would have like their Woodenville, uh, like a maple syrup or something like that, or like a little smally of something that's not their typical stuff. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely, definitely doesn't get too far out of the Northwest for sure. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I wonder how Caleb got it so easily. He's got connections though. Caleb is crazy though. Yeah. Like He's I would, yeah. Stuff. He just gets stuff, and he yeah. has stuff, and I marvel at his ability. I I used to I used to have control, not not like of a liquor store, <laughs> but I used to like I used to walk into a liquor store and everyone would say oh, what up to me and and show me what was in the back room at the moment. Um, yeah, and I mean I could probably walk into that liquor store back when I lived in Colorado and just go straight to the back room and look at the wall or look at the shelves in there and they'd be like is that Cole yeah that's Cole he's good um but I do not I have not achieved and nor would I in Arizona I found a few good liquor stores but they're the type that price gouge now um so it's kind of hard um I actually uh called a liquor store today in Arizona and I, they posted something on Instagram, and I saw out of the corner of the side of the the picture that there was a Michter's Ten Rye. So immediately, I call the um, liquor store and I say, "Hey, 
I noticed that it looked like a Michter's 10 rye in the photo that was taken. Is that on the shelf? And he goes, $250. And I'm no, like, geez. forget that. I'm out. You know, I mean, that, I would pay a hundred <laughs> for that easily, uh, but I would not pay any more than that. Yeah. So that's for sure. Arizona for you. And that's my life lately. So Woodville bourbon, huh? Yeah. So they put out about seven <laughs> barrels a day. It started with two guys, one guy named Olin uh, Sorensen, and then one guy named Brett Carlisle, uh, and they're best friends, apparently, according to their website. They were mentored, even, by the great Dave Pickerel, uh, a legend who actually oh. passed away about two years ago. We almost had him on the podcast, me and Adam. Like, it was, we were talking to his, like, agent dude, and we, like, almost set it up while he was in Madison. It was crazy. But then it kind of just... I remember that because you were texting me and then it was like two or three weeks later where he passed away. Yeah. And it, yeah, literally like within two weeks or so he passed um, after being in Madison. Uh, for those who don't know Dave Pickerel, he used to be the master distiller for about 14 years of Maker's Mark uh, and then Whistlepig. And he even uh, had, uh, he worked on the project with Metallica, uh, the whiskey called Blackened. Um, so... Yeah, he, he was a big deal. Uh, he knew what he was doing in terms of whiskey. And so that's it's cool that these guys like really had his him as a mentor uh, because he was probably a great teacher. Just really solid guy, apparently. Like People would talk about him. He was like, he would just own the room and people would just listen to him uh, in a good way. Uh, so get this, Robbie. This, this is what blows me away. Um, this is one of three things that blows my mind concerning this whiskey. 100% of their grain is grown local to Washington State and not only just Washington State from one specific farm. It's called Omlin Farms okay. in Quincy, Washington. And Quincy. Uh, everything they make comes from that farm in terms of grain. That's nice. Even so yeah. that's normally that's impressive uh, with just corn uh, or rye, which they have both in this bourbon we're drinking today, but they also have malted barley. So they grew barley on this farm, which is not something you often grow in America. Uh, in a lot of ways, you'll see people import barley from like Scotland or England or something like that. Um, but these guys are doing it on yeah. their own. Yeah, you um, barely see barley. Barley, barley. And... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it all comes from Omlin Farms. So doing research on the aging process, I found something really cool. So this is the second cool thing. Uh, so, a, so for a lot of distilleries, they'll use barrels made by a company called Independent Stave Company. Uh, we've, we've actually talked about Independent Stave Company before. I, the last I remember was talking about with the black or silverback uh, bourbon that we had from the uh, silverback distillery. Um and but a lot of even bigger uh, distilleries will use independent stave company they're a huge cooperage they make a lot of barrels um and they're probably in if you were to if i were to guess they're probably the biggest cooperage in the u.s but i'm just guessing at that so woodenville they bought barrels from independent stave company whose staves were seasoned for 18 months and what does it mean to season uh we talked about this on the cured oak episode uh, but seasoning is leaving your, um, staves for the barrels, the wood, leaving it out to dry for a few months. Typically, I feel like the average is like three to six months. And you, you, even if it rains outside, you leave it outside and just let it dry out. Uh, you really need that for the barrels. Um, and it really can actually impact the flavor. And so, uh, 
the crazy thing is that um, typically what you'll see for cured oak and, and what you do see with cured oak was, was aged uh, or seasoned for 13 months, which is long. So they like even EHT or like Buffalo Trace in this case said, we want to see what it's like to age our bourbon even or age these staves for our bourbon longer than usual. See what impact that has on um, uh, the bourbon. And actually, if we talk about the uh, the single oak project, they even experimented a little bit with seasoning staves. And so 13 is a long time. 12 is what you'll get for seasoned wood. They'll do a few more things on seasoned wood, the EHT seasoned wood, and turned out to be a great bourbon. Both of them turned out to be pretty great. Uh, but these guys, Woodenville, bought 18-month season stave barrels from Independent Stave Company. So nice. that impresses me because, one, that's an investment of time, and it probably costs mm-hmm. more money to have longer-aged or rather seasoned staves. And, uh, and so I thought that was pretty cool because I've had good success with longer season staves in terms of taste. So I have a really good feeling about this one. Uh, and I've never had it for the record, uh, what we're drinking today. And so I imagine, yeah, a little more expensive in general, uh, but it's definitely got my attention. They char the barrels in two different char levels. They get a heavy toast and a heavy char and they don't give the exact char numbers, but that's what they said. A heavy toast and a heavy char. Uh, and they do not use, they're very against small barrels. Uh, they only use 53 gallon barrels, uh, which I respect. Um, and they, they were bought out in 2017, only after seven years as an American bourbon or you know, American whiskey company, they were bought out by Moe Hennessy, uh, the French, uh, liquor conglomerate, which is pretty crazy. They must be doing well for Moe Hennessy to hop on. Um, so yep. And what we're drinking today, the Woodenville Straight Bourbon, their mash bill they do give out is 72% corn, 22% rye, and 6% malted barley. Uh, no age statement, but it is confirmed that it's at least five years old, 90 proof. Uh, but here's the kicker, Robbie. You probably know this already, okay. but it's a big kicker. The total wine price for a 750 milliliter is 37.50 less than 40 bucks so we have ourselves a micro distillery product that gets its grain locally that ages bourbon at least five years and that buys the more expensive barrels and they sell for 37.50 now you'll rarely see that so i thought that was great i'm intrigued i have a feeling i'm gonna love it and i'm gonna love the price even more so uh hopefully we'll see some down in uh, arizona and i'll pick them right up uh, but I do know uh, it's something to be said is that these guys are up and coming. I've seen a lot of awards go to them, and I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of attention go to Woodenville, especially for a smaller distillery that puts out seven barrels a day. Um, so uh, I let's taste it and let's confirm if it's awesome. So yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Let's pour it out here. Thanks. It was Caleb, right? Caleb, yep, thank you so Caleb much for the joint for the pour. Um. I'm a little nervous. Oh, yeah, there it is a little bit. What? The latex. Oh, I get latex crazy, on. Man. I, When's you know, the last time you didn't some, get latex? I get it a lot lately. Well, so here's, a, I'm not getting it like I used to with this. I think. Not since 
The accident. The incident. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was kind of hoping that maybe it was just because, like, this weekend, you know, we were drinking. I kept, like, there was, like, I just kept getting it. I was hoping maybe it's just kind of my olfactory sensors yes. in my nasal cavities. Um, Cafeteria? Like, every once in a while, just <laughs> go that way. But I'm getting a little bit of it. Not like I, like, so I think the last time I had this was probably um, three or four years ago on Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. And I, and I was getting it like crazy. And then for, since then, we switched to their rye. And I will say, I, 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 like the, I know I like their rye better than this. But I'm getting a little bit of latex, not as much as I used to. So I'm happy with that. I don't so, know. What are you getting? Uh, this, I'm getting all the good things you should get from a bourbon. And I don't mean to like make it super vague. But I'm getting really good apples. Nice amount of caramel vanilla mm. just kind of your 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 really good sugary bourbon i love the nose it reminds me of like something like buffalo trace maybe not as much apples uh, but just a really trusty bourbon uh, this is a high rye recipe um and so um that's something that can happen with high rise is often you can get mm-hmm. um apples and that that kind of those Really pleasant, uh, caramely, but more so like apple vanilla is what I'm getting from this. So I love the nose so far. Yeah, m- minus the little bit of latex, I'm getting the. No- I'm getting that too. It does smell like a good bourbon, mm-hmm. other than the latex, which I hate, which is like my least favorite note I get from whiskeys. Hmm. Have you gone in for a sip yet? Yes. Mm. Very good. Oh man, really good. That is good. Yeah. Um, at first, a little bit of apples, um, and then I got—I actually got to go in for a second sip because I kind of—I as, as, when I was talking, I ruined part of the finish, and it was a really good finish, but I wasn't um, able to really catch what I was getting. I'm sorry. No, no, um, no. I think great mouthfeel. It's super. It's it's lighter across the palate. It kind of spreads slowly. Well, no, it's like it's got a decent like it, it gets on their palate pretty quick. Um, not slow at all. Never mind, I'm an idiot. Um, but it also like it's got a nice lingering taste. Like it just hangs there. I'm getting a lot of apple, a lot of apple. Um, super, as Cole likes to say, smooth. Like it's smooth. really smooth. It's almost like an apple apple juice kind of a thing. But it's, I mean, like. It's good. That's a delicious whiskey. Even like I get past the nose, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, it is appley in a really pleasant way, but it's not like the apples you'll get from Buffalo Trace Mash Bill Number One, like with Eagle Rare, or Buffalo Trace, yeah. or Colonel Taylor. Um, this kind of apple is a little bit more baked apple or like uh, baking apples. Uh, okay. The finish does last a while. It's very good. Um, oh, it's really good. I, I'm trying to think. Like, what? Are, what's that note I get at the end? But I think I think baking apples is kind of the big one. Um. Yeah. Good it's, proof. It's soup. Uh huh. Go ahead. What is the proof on it again? Ninety. That's it. Ninety. Yeah, right there. That's right where it needs to be. Um. No bitterness. Really nice sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like, I, 
yeah, almost the perfect mass weakness. And like, you kind of compare it to like uh, Buffalo Trace or Eagle Rare. It's uh, it's not as robust, but it is, yeah. it is flavorful. It's not, excuse me, it's not weak at all. Like it has it has a good, just bourbon. It's kind of what you want to have a bourbon. Yeah, you know? it's right there. I uh, I agree with the, and it's it's not as sharply sweet as uh typically what i would expect from this but it's not like dull sweet it's like kind of in the middle it's like a really just pleasant sweetness not to jump out in your face but not too dull uh it's really good um let me see if i i just ooh wow the nose improved on with the drop or two of limestone water uh, really yeah oh this old this kentucky limestone water wow um we're standardized now, which I think is the best part of. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're drinking water. As, uh, as God intended. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, it's a great I'm, nose. You really okay? I'm it, the water brought out the the latex for me. Oh really? So, I'm getting a little yeah, bit it of like um, paint. Actually, I could see that latex a little bit, but I'm I'm getting a little bit of more oak to the um, nose, but not yeah. overwhelming. It's not. It's nothing like old tub. Uh, <laughs> Which we haven't recorded yet. I mean, we haven't yeah, released I mean, yet. Like, so. I mean, maybe maybe old tubs, not that much. Who knows? Listen to that episode later. Don't. Gosh, yeah, dang it, Cole. We listen. just lost whiskey. It's a good episode. We just lost strictly whiskey guy. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not even gonna listen and fast forward. He's just gonna like, ah, screw those guys. It's too much oak. I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think it definitely changed it in those a little bit. I think there's a little bitterness with the water that I'm not a huge fan. I definitely prefer it neat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still apple. It's still there. Everything's pretty good except for I think the to me the nose just kind of ruins the water pour. That latex stands out way too much. I feel like I'm drinking out of a can of paint. So I got a little bit of complexity when I sipped with the water. At okay. first, um, I got a little bit of bitterness, like you were mentioning, but then the finish was more pleasant than the palate for sure. Uh, the finish like faded off, but then it faded off into like almost like a barley uh, mash, uh, something like okay. uh, almost like an Irish whiskey. It kind of had this strong or even like a Highland Scotch had a strong um, <clears throat> just like presence in terms of like it, it almost tasted like an Irish whiskey at the very end with a little bit of water. Okay. Um, not a bad thing. Right. Uh, not what I would love out of a, a bourbon. Because uh, I, I do prefer corn whiskeys over like barley whiskeys um, or rye over barley whiskeys, but um, hmm. it's still good. Let me go for another sip. Yeah, I dropped my cube and it improved the nose. Like mm-hmm. oddly enough, I'm not getting the latex now at all. Let's it's see. a, it's a muted for sure. This That sweetness is there. So it dropped the latex out for me. Then the sweetness is still there, which is nice on the, on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? And I assume this is non-chill filtered. Uh, you know, if I were to guess, I would say it's non-chill filtered. Uh, I didn't see anything that mentioned it. It's got a little cloudiness in there, a little bit of That's non-chill weird. filtered look to it. Oh, I guess I I'm know. seeing the cloudiness. Yeah. At first I didn't, but yeah, I'm seeing it now. It's weird. I feel it colder in my hand. Ooh, and you know what? The ice did make it colder in the mouth. Crazy how that happens. Um, I like the ice. I think. <coughs> Ooh, that's my first whiskey cough. I think. 
Um, I think the ice, uh, not my first one ever, just the first one on the podcast. Yeah. I really tried hard to suppress them. Wait, really? Um, I think it might be my first whiskey cough on the podcast. Wow. I yeah, really try hard many. not to, not, yeah. But, uh, I like, I think I like the, oh man, I don't know. Cause yes. the ice, Ooh. it's strawberry it's nice, sweet on the nose for me. Yeah, it really brought sweetness out for me too. Like the latex dropped out on the nose, but it also has like a tangy, just a nice bite to it, given my cough, apparently. Um, I like, I think, I don't know, the ice might be the way to go on this. I think so. I can see the strawberry too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweetness there. It's weird that, excuse me, it's weird that the bitterness um, <laughs> went away. More so with the ice. There's a tiny bit, tiny bit of bitterness with the ice, but there was a lot more with the water pour. Oh, um, a ton more with the water. I got none with the, the ice, but I definitely yeah. got some with the water. Yeah, I really like the strawberry nose on this one. And I'm getting a little bit with the palate, but um, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, for a five-ish year bourbon, uh, for four, less than 40 bucks, this is pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. Um <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's really it's really good. I've never done it with ice, and I think that's that's definitely gonna be my go-to now. Like, neat's good mm-hmm. um, on the on the palate, but it's the nose-wise, it's still got that that uh, latex. But this, yeah, ice, no latex, and amazing on the yeah. palate. It's just it kind of hit the spot there. So, yeah, I uh, uh, I think I prefer the neat altogether. Uh, I appreciated it throughout. There's just a little bit of bitterness on the ice pour, and the more it dilutes, the more it does get bitter for me uh, with the okay. ice. I'll go for another drink. But I think it's pretty impressive uh, for what it is, uh, and I I would love to try more Woodenville, and I hope they start putting out little little longer age statements because I could see this really even improving more. Um, but yeah, yeah, neat is my pour of choice with this one good thing yeah. i got half a sample bottle left well i can get it up here so i will definitely and I, I think uh i know i can I think i'll have to hit up the liquor store because i saw some, had the rye there too so i'll, oh, I'll really? grab yeah. some of that and I'll, I'll send some to you so yeah yeah good stuff um um you know what's funny uh-huh is so i have a friend who's uh one of my sister's good friends in high school her sister worked for Woodenville for a while and I no texted them today and I was like hey we're doing Woodenville today and she doesn't work there now but then uh, my buddy well, just texted me uh, his her husband was FaceTiming the friend that I the friend of the friend and he sent me a shirt with a Washington State and it said bourbon in the middle which nice. you don't usually see I'm like I gotta get one of those shirts now yeah so cause this is I mean this is uh, it's really good yeah really good stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and so how long is it and if, I don't know if it was in your notes or not. How long has Woodenville been producing? 2010. So only it's 10 not years. That long. Yeah. Yeah. And the oh, fact that they job. have like a readily available five year, really impressive for yeah, only being around them. 10 years. Yeah. Well, Washington, and Washington's typically known for its wineries too. So uh, for sure. It's kind of, I mean, that huge in agriculture. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that they kind of figured that out and just started doing some whiskeys with it. It's good stuff. I like it. Do you have yeah. a uh, Do you have a rating in mind? I do. Uh, I'm okay. going to give it a low eight. It is very good. 
Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.4, to be honest. So not too low, okay. 8. <clears throat> it's very good. The price is really calling my name for a micro distillery. <clears throat> they're doing it right. They're using big barrels, cool staves, uh, low price, local ingredients. I dig it. Um, <laughs> and for the taste-wise, yeah, I put it at 8.4. So That's got to um, be a, sh- a t-shirt for them. Big barrels, cool staves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was a nickname in college. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty close to you. I, the, the only thing that gets me about this is I get that weird note of latex, which I hate. Uh-huh. Um, but I can get past it, you know. Um, so I'm gonna go eight three, eight point three on it. It's really like good. It. Uh, ice was awesome. Drop mm-hmm. that note off entirely. Um, yeah, good stuff. I like it. Eight point three. Sweet. Are you, um, are you yawning? Cole? No. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're done with the rating. Anything else before we move to the next segment? <laughs> no, Cole, I think it's time for Whiskey World News. All right, it's time for Whiskey World News, a part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write the article, we just talk about it. And here it is. This comes from uprocks.com and it's written by Zach Johnston. Uh, came out July 22nd, 2020, and it's titled Whiskey Cocktails to Try Making Yourself This Summer. Uh, summer 2020 is slow. That doesn't mean boring by any means, but it's definitely not the wild string of party nights that we might be used to. Oh, I know. That's how I am, Cole. Are you story of my life? To- yeah, this summer, man, got me down. Not, par- not out partying all the time now. Um, <laughs> Instead, it's the summer of skilling up, the perfect time to order some bottles of booze, build a home bar, and really dial in your cocktail game. You don't need a fancy bar kit to make cocktails, of course. Use old jars and glasses you already have, and a chopstick if you, have a, if you don't have a bar spoon for mixing. Our advice would be to know the volume of glasses so you know which to use when you're which, with which cocktail. Oh, man, I drink too much of the bourbon already. Uh, lastly, make sure your ice is deeply frozen. Make ice, bag it, turn it into your freezer as far as it goes, and store the deep chest. Deeply frozen ice will truly up your cocktail game. Nice. Uh, To help motivate you, we've got some delicious and fairly easy to execute whiskey cocktails for you to try. These fun, summery, and easy to make drinks will touch off any summer event you're planning, even if it's just socially distanced for party for one. So then he goes and lists some uh, of the summer cocktails here and uh, he's got the whiskey sour nice. and he says to use some wild turkey and lemon juice and then uh simple syrup there and they just have the does straight high the egg he does have the egg in there good the egg you would have lost credibility if you didn't have the egg yeah if you don't have the egg white in your whiskey mm-hmm. whiskey sours you're not making a whiskey sour you're yeah. making a lemon thing making, but you're making a lemon thing uh next one is the highball and he nice. says, use some Talisker tin and some mineral water and some ice. And you know what? I forgot. This is one of my favorites. I love, uh, so the one of the theaters here in Boise um, has like a 21 older area and you can get drinks when you're up there. And I forgot, I love a whiskey with soda water and a little bit of lemon. That's like an easy, refreshing summer drink. I got to start doing those. You know what's uh, the- huge in, in terms of highballs uh, is... <laughs> Wait, wait. Who's 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 got huge highballs, Cole? Uh, no one. 
Japanese whiskey is like that's the cocktail of oh, choice yeah. for Japanese whiskey is um, highball. Just my balls are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, next one is a smoky cokey, which Ooh. is good just because of the name. But get this: so it's four ounces of coke, ice, and what what whiskey would you use with four ounces of coke and ice? Jack ice. Daniels. <laughs> yeah, they're using Lagavulin sixteen. Oh, smoky cokey. <laughs> That was a nickname in college, actually. <laughs> uh, next one is just a black Manhattan, which is two ounces legend, legend, legion, which we legend? have on the in the on deck or not, you know, right up next. But uh, for some reason, it looks funny to me. And they use some amaro bitters, orange bitters, and a che- maraschino cherry. Uh, I don't know what makes it the black part of it. And then it has I would a, know. The, the, I know that's French, and uh, some. Balconis, do you know that bourbon? Wait, is this a new? Is Vaucare? It's B A L cones. Oh, Balconis, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I'm talking about the uh, the the Frenchy thing you said. This is the Frenchy drink with Balconis. Yeah, but what, what? How do you how do you spell the Frenchy drink? It's V I E U X. Yeah, Vaucare. V- Vaucare. Yeah, which is a... Oh, man. It's, it's a... Like an area in New Orleans. Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. It's pretty good. Um, I enjoy Vaucare. Oh, man. For once, you nailed the pronunciation and I killed it. Uh, yeah, so it's got and the it's bourbon French, cognac, too. Take that, Jason beef. Preston. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to correct me on it, too. He's like, actually... And very nicely, he'll be like, actually, it's Vaucare or something like that, yeah. So I was I was bragging to Cole this weekend about how every once in a while I'll say like so my daughters love Fancy Nancy and Fancy Nancy loves Paris and, and with Paris comes French. Frog. Ooh la la and uh, ooh la la how posh and uh, so I'll do a French <laughs> accent every once in a while. But then I think to myself, man, I had uh, I had a listener tell me that I had nailed the French pronunciation yeah. or something. I can't remember what it was. I totally and, forget. I told Cole that. Oh, it was like uh, Cole some me. sort of. I, it was, I think it was the Pichon Baron. Yeah, maybe it was that or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so Cole's up on me now. And the next one is the Sazerac, which everybody knows. Nice. And then Lynchburg Lemonade with Uncle Nearest Cunt. Nice. Quantreau and Quantreau, yeah. Lemon Juice. And then the Belvedere. And they also say a Black Barrel Old Fashioned. So anyway, that's a bunch of summer whiskey cocktails. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts, Cole? Any? any uh, well, I guess, you know what? Let's stop there. Let's not really talk about the article. Let's go into what whiskey would you choose? We're going to do like a super ultra segment here and combine the two. And because uh, what whiskey would you choose is like if you're making summer whiskey cocktails, yep. you know, what cocktail are you going to make? So I guess that combines the article and this week's what whiskey would you choose? And we'll get to the last week's what whiskey stuff afterwards, but let's combine the two right now. Yeah. So summer um, whiskey cocktails, Cole, what are you making? So this is one. So when Adam was co-hosting, uh, he... We were kind of pushing a little bit of uh, YouTube videos for cocktails with Cole. And, cocktails uh, with Cole. Yeah, and that was cool and all. Uh, but I had made this one that I kind of made myself. And I and I had heard that you can kind of do this method with uh, certain drinks. And I was like, I'm going to try that. And the method was adding uh, like preserves, like raspberry preserves to a drink. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite summer cocktails is what I call the raspberry sunshine. And I just made up the name myself, but it's basically <laughs> bourbon. And I like Buffalo Trace with this one because it's bright. 
and then what I do is I add a little bit of lemon juice, uh, a spoonful of raspberry preserves, ice, and I think that's it. That sweetens it and everything. So it's pretty simple. Bourbon, ice, uh, raspberry preserves, and a little bit of lemon juice. And you shake it up in a, in a um, shaker, and then you pour it out uh, with the ice. So you keep the ice in it. You, um, and it is delicious. And it's super summery. It it's super good. bright and sweet. I love it. Okay. And check us out on YouTube, what? Chill Filtered, under Cocktails with Cole, the, the Raspberry when, Sunshine. And, and and when was the last time an episode came out, Cole? Whoo, it's been about a year. <laughs> yeah. But Easily. still, check it out. Let's check it out. Cole does, it, Cole does a good job mixing cocktails. It's fun to watch, Cole. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that so, will continue. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more work. Yeah. A little extra. Yeah. Um, so and I think my favorite summer cocktail is that highball, man. And nice. but I'm not using Lagavulin or anything uh-huh. like Tosker Ten or anything like that. I just go in like typically I'll just say give me probably like not I don't say bottom shelf, but I'll be like, you know, just give me like a a jack and soda, you know, mm-hmm. with a lemon. That's my go to summer. If I'm doing a whiskey and a cocktail, it's just jack and soda with uh with some lemon on it. Nice. And it's refreshing. You can put back about 20 or 40 of them and (laughs) stay hydrated. And the water keeps you from being drunk. Exactly. You know, (laughs) you're hydrated. No. Yeah. You you know, they go go down easy and it's nice and cold. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's what I'm going with there. But any any other thoughts on the the article there? It's been a while since I've had a highball. Yeah. I will tell you one thing. I love the name Smokey Cokey. But using Lagavulin 16 with a Coke? 16 especially. Yeah. Just to do the eight-year. What, even that? I'm like, that's... Ugh. Really? With Coke? Yeah. Oh, know. cool. I'd try it once for sure. Do you know what I had today, now that I'm thinking of it? Whiskey. Whiskey and a, a, a Pepsi and whiskey. Nice, did you? That's funny. I, did we talk about, was that last episode? We it talked was about one of the recent was... episodes. Like, Oh, I oh, think man. it was one of the ones we recorded for August because we were talking about like sociopaths or something like that and people yeah. that drink Pepsi instead of Coke. Zero. Hey guys, stay stay tuned. This the it's a good one. In August, you're going to listen hear about, all about the Polplex killer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was anyway. hilarious. Uh, well, we were... We were a few cock- We were a few yeah. uh, few whiskeys in at that point. A so few it, may, may, in, yeah. it may fall flat on its face. But mm-hmm. no, I had a whiskey and Pepsi, which is nowhere easy as near as easy to say as a whiskey and Coke. Yeah, whiskey Pepsi. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like you go to the bar with your uh, underage little brother. <laughs> he says, "I'll have a whiskey and Pepsi," <laughs> and you're like, "Card that guy immediately." <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, all right. Well, anyway, that's kind of our what whiskey would you choose and our. Uh, whiskey world news there, and then uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about last week's last week's what whiskey would you choose? And it was what's your what's your breakfast whiskey? Mm-hmm. And I went with Tula Mordu, Cole went with Old Forester eighty six, and Cole killed it. Well, you were up like to, four to zero for a while, and then uh, yeah, I, took the lead, well, I thought yeah. I was gonna get it. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, Old Forester eighty six killed it, which um. That's what I had with my Pepsi, and I had a little bit neat today. I'm like, man, nice. Forrester 86 is awesome. That it's might be my port. new, yeah, I mean, for the price especially. But a um, couple write-ins we had were uh, Nathan Anthony said Blade and Bow, which I've never had. Have you had that? 
Oh yeah, it's good. Uh, I wish I had the twenty. What is it? Twenty two year, but yeah. Oh, I haven't had that. All right, and then uh, Bourbon Coos just said. I think said, we've had an episode on it on the podcast. On Blade, did you? So I might be wrong. Okay, you remember the stuff way better than I do. But yeah. anyway, uh, then Bourbon Cruz said, "Just neat," uh-huh. so, <laughs> which I, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, Joel and Mo Nine said, "Tassie makes some whiskeys that are unbeatable for a breakfast whiskey." Doesn't help you. Sorry. Dude, uh, I want to go then, out to Tasmania and I'm going to chill with Joel and M. Uh, you know what? Like, I, yeah, I would love to get out to that whole area there. It'd be awesome. Plus, they, um, they have a Greyhound, which I'm a huge fan of. So, yeah, you are. Uh, Drew Tolan said, Bell Mead Sour Mash. Have you Good ever had that? Good pick, Drew. I've never had it, so I don't know. I'll have to go with you. Yeah. And Bell then our Canadian turn. Sorry, Our Canadian but... turtle friend, Bro, Bro Skatasosa, said uh-huh. Lot 40. Uh, cask. Cask drink. Yeah. Yep. Or regular. Add a little more spice to your French toast or oatmeal. Ooh, like, talk dang, about cinnamon. Whiskey on, whiskey on oatmeal? Mm. Ooh, I might try, now I you're might have talking. to try that someday. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be like my Christmas break kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, don't have to go to work. I'll throw some whiskey on the oatmeal. That sounds Especially some awesome. Lot 40 cask, which is very oh. available in Canada. Or it's not super available but apparently it's much more available than the u.s which they only sell it in canada so the cast drink yeah is. So oh it's canada. so good too we had a little bit of that this weekend and it was oh, amazing it's like the way if like that's how fireball should be like oh, it's yeah. like a legit amazing cinnamon oh, oh it's so, so good so good so good Ooh, yeah. that would be good in a, like a chai tea too oh yeah oh, whiskey chai that's now what you're I talking Whiskey chai, oh man, yeah, I want some lot forty cask and a whiskey chai. Yeah, that'd perfect. Be good. Anyway, that's it. So, if you guys have any, uh, any, you know, what's your go to? If you're gonna mix your whiskey, if it's not neat, um, what are you gonna put it in? What are you gonna do? Let us know. Love to hear from you. For summer, and especially. Cool, yeah, summer whiskey cocktails. And then I, you know, I'll have to figure out how to post it. I could not. I am illiterate when it comes to uh, Instagram and pulling up old stories and old replies because I couldn't find the extra replies from last week because we recorded early. So um, we'll have to put them up on the uh, the gram if we can find them because I couldn't yeah. do it. So we'll figure it out. All right. Well, I think that's that, man. Yeah. Anything um, else? No. Am I missing thanks. anything? No. I don't. Th- oh, what are we drinking next? Uh... Oh, yeah. So we got one more episode before you get your tonsils removed. Am I wrong? Um, I think you're right. Okay. So uh, I want to put either... Okay, I'm either feeling something really fancy or something medium fancy. So I'm either between... And this is not what the... I want you to pick one, but I'm between like Stag 2019 and Legion. Let's put them both up. Okay. Sounds great. Let's do those too. One's going to destroy the other, though. We already know that. No, not necessarily, because, I mean, we've done stag before. That's true. Right? And so people are like, yeah, screw you guys. I don't care what you have to say about stag, because I've heard what you have to say about stag. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to back that up. Backtrack a little bit. So let's do the stag 2019, and let's do the Old Forester birthday bourbon. Oh, good call. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, it's going to be a fancy next week. Ooh, ooh la la, so ooh la posh. la, so posh. <laughs> Tell your dad. 
Dude, we watch a lot of Fancy Nancy. Nice. Speaking of which, you got to feel my pain on the YouTube. Yes. Videos of yes, the foreign Eastern videos Europeans. for kids. Yeah, they're awful, aren't they? They're terrible. We were watching like <laughs> one that was doing a ABC video, and it goes H I J K L M N O P Q. Yep. Yeah, and, and it's and like it just, no, it's L M N O P. It's L M N O P. It's one letter, L M N O P. I, you know, I'm not much of a nationalist, but I might be when it comes to the alphabet. <laughs> no centric, yeah. That threw me off. Yeah. Yeah. No, say it like the Americans say it. Elemento. Yeah. Elemento. Yeah. No, yeah. no YouTube videos for kids are the and worst. And then so. it's so funny that your your twins like will be like, I want to watch this one again, <laughs> which is yep. good. You know, they have their go-tos, but they like would pick that video like, or you were the one who picked that one more, but your daughters oh, just would pick because like. I don't know. I bet you picked that because it was short. Am I wrong? <laughs> it's 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 a little bit shorter, and I also love seeing people get irritated by it. Yeah. So I'm the and bit of a masochist. Did, so. Oh yeah, yeah. She walked in. She's like, "What? What did they just say?" Because <laughs> that was a newer one for us. And they're like, poisoning yep. our children's minds. It's so hard. It's so weird hearing it another way. So listeners, uh, Baby Roni ABCs <laughs> is from like. <laughs> and you listen to it, and you're like, that's not how we say the ABC. <laughs> they so, got this one But it's wrong. probably, yeah. So, anyway. Well, right. um, it's been good. And uh, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope uh, you're you're not dreading your tonsils getting taken out soon. Cool, I am, but I hope it goes well. Cole, I also hope that you enjoy your next few weeks without studying. Yeah, I hope that our listeners enjoy the next few weeks without me talking about studying. But most of all, especially listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.